0: documentary short Anastasia spotlights the life of Russian civil rights activist Anastasia Chevchenko as she faces the brutal repercussions of speaking out against her government. She endured house arrest for two years and became the first person found guilty of quote organizing activity of an undesirable organization by a Russian court for her work with the Open Russia movement. Amnesty International, declared her a prisoner of conscience. While Anastasia was under arrest, her teenage daughter Alina was hospitalized and died alone, becoming an early example of the Russian regime's willingness to use the separation of children and parents as a way of silencing dissent. The film is called Anastasia, and we're joined today by the director, Sarah McCarthy. Sarah McCarthy, welcome to Film School Radio.
1: Thank you so much, Mike. Lovely to be here.
0: Your film does a wonderful job of walking a thin line between being a story of a woman dealing with the repercussions of her activity as a someone who cares about her country, as well as a woman who cares deeply about her family and has to deal with the loss of her young daughter, Alina, in all of this. Tell me a little bit about how you got to know Anastasia.
1: Yeah, sure. So I met Anastasia through a friend of mine who's a human rights lawyer. She was involved in Anastasia's case. And the way that you describe the film is is exactly what I set out to do. I was interested in telling a story about a mother coming to terms with the impact of her choices on her child And in Anastasia's case, she chose to speak out against the Putin regime. And her activism was fairly ordinary. She organized protests. She was involved in a government debate. Uh, She's an ordinary woman. She's not an especially high-powered activist. And, And for this, she was put under house arrest for two years, which is irrationally cruel. And a week into that. Her daughter became very sick and she begged the investigators and explored all legal avenues to try and get to her daughter and be with her and take care of her and feed her and hold her hand uh, while she was going through this. And they wouldn't allow it to happen. The judge smiled at Anastasia when he denied her request for the motion. And so I wanted to tell the story of that, really, of Anastasia healing herself from from the mother's guilt you know which i think you know every mom can relate to mom guilt i have a 7 year old son i can relate to mom guilt you know i spent time away from my son to make this film i spend time away from my son to take this film to audiences all over the world and it's not easy you know i have one 7 year old boy and i'm sacrificing all this precious irreplaceable time in his childhood to tell this story but You know, I do it because I don't want to live in a world where governments can keep a mother from a child at the time when the child needs them the most. And, you know, I'm not naive enough to think that one short documentary film can overthrow the Putin regime, but at the same time, I know that a dictator's power rests in large part on their control of their narrative. And this story shows very clearly that Putin is irrationally cruel to children. And he treats his own people with such a level of disdain and disrespect that he's willing to keep a mother from her child uh, at a moment when they should absolutely be together.
0: And as you document in the film, and as we know, in other ways, that the separation of children from their parents is a feature, not a bug in the system. And that this is just as you described it and it's it is historically something that we know of right let's talk just a little bit about how dictators the cruelty is the soft power of, of a dictatorship right
1: yeah I mean the separation of parents and children is a kind of tried and tested method of social control and it's being used by dictators throughout history Stalin used it Hitler used it uh Trump, experimented with it for a while there. Um, Putin is still using it now. And it's an early warning sign that democracy is in trouble when a regime is willing and able to mess with that sacred bond between a mother and a child. And I think that when it happens, we should should pay attention.
0: Another crucially important part of Anastasia is the relationship within the family, a relationship to one another, relationship of Anastasia to her mother, to her children, witnessing the day-to-day things that mothers do for their children. There's that part of it, but there's also this access, this access that you had, very intimate level of access in their lives. The day-to-day, the, the little things, getting them out of bed in the morning, getting them to do the things that moms want their children to do curious about the access was there there's sort of a two-part question here gaining access to russia going there for this purpose i don't know what sort of barriers you were facing but then being on the inside and you know to what degree were you sort of under surveillance did any of those things factor in but also the willingness on the part of her to allow you into her home so that's a lot i'm asking a lot but uh that's
1: fine um and, you know, we were shooting in Russia at a time when Putin was sort of consolidating his power in preparation for the war. So he was really cracking down on any kind of opposition and um, and on media outlets that are not state friendly. And the FSB follow Anastasia and her family pretty routinely. And... Um, and, you know, my crew very much risked their freedom to tell this story with me. It, is, cinematographer- a Russian, it is a
0: Russian crew. From the credits, it looks like it was mostly, right? right yeah, or?
1: all all Russian crew. And my cinematographer in particular, he'd spent 100 days in pre-trial detention previously because he made a film that the regime didn't like. And, um, and so he was in very real danger if he got caught on this film of doing some prison time and so we were very careful we worked with a professional safety advisor who has a lot of experience in the region and we had lawyers on standby along the train route so and we had protocols where they had to check in um you know with these people multiple times a day and everybody knew exactly what to do if there was uh if if somebody missed a check-in and um and yeah, we knew exactly how to start advocating for release and who to who to contact. On the access point, uh, it's not easy to ask somebody for access to the moment when a mother scatters the ashes of a child. It's one of the most intimate moments, I think, in a in a human being's life. And there was a lot of discussion between myself, Anastasia, Vlada, and Tamara about whether or not we should film that moment at all. And we were completely prepared to tell the story without that. Um, And Vlada in particular had some concerns around it. You know, Anastasia's family sacrificed a lot of their privacy for her activism. And, um, and, you know, that's a sort of ongoing conversation that she has with them. And it was actually Anastasia who the night before um, they were going to scatter the ashes sat everybody in her family down and just explained her reasoning as to why she wanted to do it, why she felt that it was important. And I think that that resonated with Vlada enough for her to allow us to do it. And, you know, when we all saw the film together for the first time at Telluride it was very intense and very beautiful. And afterwards um, Anastasia said to me that seeing the movie is like being with Alina again and and that sharing it with audiences makes her feel like her daughter's death was not for nothing and it's you know the most important and powerful thing anyone's ever said to me
0: about my work the film is called Anastasia it is being released through Paramount uh, Pictures and it is uh on the uh trajectory for consideration for this year's Academy Awards for best short documentary film and just going back to what you were talking about with the uh, the train trip yeah, there's so many things about the film there's so many intimate moments between her between anastasia and uh, her children her mom the uh the time they spend on the boat on the way out to scatter the ashes um, some magical moments and I don't want to give anything away there once they were out there and once once they start this process of scattering the ashes and uh, just just beautiful. i I just trying to imagine, you know, just from a human point of view, you know, to be on that boat with them going through that and um, to their, I'll say to their credit, that doesn't sound quite right, to their commitment to what they were doing, they did not seem to be bothered by the camera being there. I know that's a testament to your filmmaking uh, ability, but just that moment for you to be sharing this with them, I, I mean, I just can't imagine what that was what would have been like.
1: It, you know, I am not an especially religious or spiritual person. I'm quite a practical person, but, um, but you know, I don't think it's too much of a spoiler to say that the moment that they do scatter the ashes, this pod of dolphins shows up and surrounds the boat and then escorts it back to shore. And you know, it felt like a miracle. It really did. And I don't know how else I to make sense of that moment. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful moment. And well, my congratulations on the film. Well, for a lot of reasons. And I also want to say how beautiful by the way how beautiful it looks you talked a little bit about the cinematography here and it is uh it had to be just in terms of the commitment to this project the commitment to doing this commitment on the part of Anastasia for for all of it 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 just feels like something that was quite a quite a journey for everyone involved
1: yeah it was life changing i think for everybody involved and you know since we finished the film the trajectory that the film has had has been extraordinary you know we did tallyride and toronto we won an award at doc nyc we're screening all over the world for activists and journalists and politicians um you know we're partnering with all kinds of ngos who are interested in shifting russia onto a democratically you know onto a democratic development path uh are screening for you know German ambassadors in Lithuania um, members of Parliament members of the House of Lords and Anastasia's having these politicians kind of collapse into her arms in tears after these screenings and it's uh yeah it's a really special powerful film
0: how is she doing is she currently does she feel the duress of being in Russia during this period of time is she still under attack
1: the police visit her house fairly regularly now, her house in Rostov on Don. And um and so she's she's aware that they're kind of watching the trajectory of the film, I would say. And you know, she's been placed on a wanted list in Russia and but I think she's also completely exhausted because we've, you know, we've screened in Copenhagen, in Tel Aviv, in Lithuania, in um New York. You know, we're screening in Los Angeles tonight. it's been It's been a huge worldwide tour for us. And so I think that exhaustion is <laughs> is what she's primarily feeling at the moment, wow,
0: well, c- again, congratulations, Sarah McCarthy, for your work for your commitment to something that the whole world should know more about and just we're on this side of the war uh with the uh between Russia and Ukraine in some ways it feels like it's kind of slid off the the headlines um for us and, and are in the front of our sort of our minds but uh, this is a jarring reminder of of their their consequences in the real world for people who do the kinds of things that Anastasia did and mm-hmm. does so yeah. thank you.
1: Yeah, thank you very much, Mike. It was a real pleasure to speak to you.
0: And again, the film is Anastasia. It is a production of MTV Docs, and it's also available on Paramount Plus. You can see it there. That's Paramount Plus. So please check it out. Again, the film is called Anastasia, and we've been talking with the director Anastasia, that would be Sarah McCarthy.